This podcast has been enhanced, which means it has segment chapters, pictures related to the content being discussed, and links to referenced articles, our blog, and in some cases, GPS coordinates to the locations referenced. Enjoy. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino, big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Movies are a heightened sense of reality. Mix that medium with Vegas, and even bad movies are somehow made better. Because at least it's in Vegas. 360 Vegas POV, or Vegas Point of View, is our opportunity to look beyond the narrative of a film and see the filmmaker's vision for the city of Las Vegas. In this installment, we continue our analysis of Martin Scorsese's film, Casino, by analyzing the scene showcasing Ace's Den, as well as his licensing hearing. While we do that, we'll compare the film's version of Vegas to the one that actually existed at the time, as well as today. But before we do that, let's reestablish the rules. We want to see how close the movie storyline matches what really happened. We'll start by assuming both are exactly the same, and analyze the movie to either confirm this or establish that they're different. As we encounter moments that conflict with the chronological events, we'll acknowledge them, then remove them from the equation so we can move on connecting the moments in time that still match up. We'll continue doing this until we're finally shown something that breaks the last connection we have to the continuity of the real events. Regarding the landscape, we will allow it to help us progress in the timeline, but not to establish a break in it. Conflicts will simply be documented differences between the movie landscape and the real one. That being said, one rule we will make is you can only reconfigure properties, either in location or in its evolution. The moment something can't simply be reconfigured to explain what you're seeing, the game is over. That includes making changes to the infrastructure, i.e. things like roads and landmarks exist exactly where they are, or were, in Las Vegas until something is shown to force us to relocate them. So if we're driving along the strip, and after the flamingo we see the golden nugget, then that's where the golden nugget exists in the film's version of Las Vegas. It doesn't become a problem until we see the golden nugget shown again, but located in a different geographical location. Now let's discuss Anna Scott and Ace's Den. The last time we were able to establish a date that didn't conflict with the real events, it was 1972, when Ace gave his age while proposing to Ginger. And even though Ginger had already been ruled out as a person who could help us establish parallel continuity, because it was Ace who gave the information, we can still use it. A similar situation happens at 1 hour, 28 minutes, and 42 seconds. Just like Ginger, the established difference between Alan Glick buying the Stardust in 1974 and his character in the movie, Philip Green, buying the Tangiers in 1972, has ruled him out from being able to help connect points 
in the timeline. However, we can still learn things from scenes he's in, as long as he isn't the one doing the establishing. And so we arrive at the Anna Scott situation. Anna Scott is the movie version of Tamara Rand, alleged real-life partner of Alan Glick. Like the real events, in the film, Anna sues her former partner, claiming she should have a share of the ownership in the casino. And just like the real events, Anna is murdered for causing such legal hassles and drawing unwanted attention. And with nothing to dispute that the dates aren't the same between the two, the events in the movie allow us to establish the date to be November 9th, 1975. The date Tamara Rand, and therefore Anna Scott, was murdered. Following the fallout of that situation, at one hour and 33 minutes, we're at Ace and Ginger's house. The couple's home was introduced earlier in the film, but we're choosing this moment to analyze it because of the Vegas history on display throughout Ace's den. First, you'll notice pictures and statues of horses all throughout the room. This is a tie back to Lefty's original claim to fame, horse betting. In fact, the initial sports book he created at the Stardust was primarily focused on horse racing. Horses aside, you'll also notice a bunch of framed photos on the walls throughout the den. If you look closely at them, you'll notice these are photos of some of the biggest moments in Vegas history. While we have educated guesses about the majority of the photos showcased here, we'll only discuss the ones we're certain about. Also, during the sequence, you'll see multiple angles of these pictures. However, we'll share with you the times in which you get the best views of them. The first time we get a solid view of one of these pictures is at one hour, 33 minutes, and 12 seconds. After Ace escorts Ginger across the room to the staircase, the camera stops panning, and you get a chance to take a closer look at a collection of pictures on the wall. One hour, 33 minutes, and 19 seconds, probably the best opportunity to see the two photos in a frame to the far left of the screen. While it's unclear what the one on the right is, there's no question what the one on the left is. It's the iconic 1955 picture of the original Dunes Porcashore, with the Sultan Marquis standing astride on top of the building. You get another great view of this at one hour, 35 minutes, and six seconds. After Ace lets Nikki in through the sliding glass door, he makes his way over to the bar while Nikki discusses finances with the banker. At one hour, 34 minutes, and five seconds, you can clearly see a framed picture of Ace and Philip Green shaking hands on the bar top. What isn't clear is why. This isn't a recreation of a real picture of Lefty. We hope you've enjoyed this premium content preview. For access to the rest of this episode, as well as all the premium content we offer, go to patreon.com slash 360vegas. A monthly subscription will give you access to the enhanced version of the podcast, often with bonus content, exclusive podcasts like 360 Vintage Vegas, 360 Origins, 360 Vegas Movies, insider information on all things 360 Vegas, 360 Vegas Vacation, and early access to everything. To subscribe, simply go to patreon.com slash 360vegas. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Or you can find a link to Patreon on our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com. Podcast.com.